This surah is one of the greatest surahs in the Qur'an. It is a surah that we repeat the most often in our lives. In the beginning of every prayer, it is the beginning of the Qur'an. We all love it. We all know it. We memorized it when we were younger. We, we might know the meaning to it, but not a lot of us know about the miracles behind it. And that is what I want to share with you guys today. So let's get into it. Hello everybody, assalamu alaikum, welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Amira Abdullahi and I'm your host. I hope you all are doing good inshallah. Today we're going to talk about the miracles of Surah Fatiha, one of the greatest surahs in the Quran with so much power in it and so many miracles in it. And we read this like, I, I, I read it like so, so much, you know, like my whole life, um, even in prayer, I read it so much and I knew the meaning, but I didn't know it, ho- it held like this much power in it. And I want to share that with you because I feel like a lot of people don't know that it's not just random seven seven ayahs that we read in every prayer, but it's much more than that. What we read so fast whenever we're praying, we need to slow down and actually focus on what we're saying and how much greatness it has in it. Because these are Allah's spoken words, so we need to actually pay attention to it. So I'm going to share that with you. And I got this from when I was watching a lecture and he was talking about the miracles of Surah Fatiha and my mouth literally dropped and I was like, I need to share this to someone. And Alhamdulillah, I'm able to share this with all of you guys because this is too powerful and too good to just keep to myself. So that's why I'm telling you guys. This It's so powerful that without reading the surah, your prayer is like invalid. It doesn't count if you don't read Surah Fatiha. That's how big and important this is. So I'm so excited to get into the miracles. I hope you guys understand because I might stutter a little bit. I'm sorry about that. But I hope you guys understand. If you don't, um, I'll leave a link in the description for the YouTube video that I watched. And keep in mind, it is like two hours long. And I was able to watch it all because I was doing something else while watching. But if you got that time, please, 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 I I insist you guys go watch it because it is incredible. Because he also talks about a lot more things in Surah Fatiha that I'm not really going to go over because I go over time. It'd be really long. This whole episode would be like, again, like three hours long because of me and my stuttering and stuff. But I put that link in the description and I also put my Instagram in the description. Please go check that out. Please give me a follow. Um, also, send me a DM. Tell me, give me advice too. I'm going to take advice from you guys, okay? I'm going to be listening. It's going to be really nice inshallah. I'm going to go ahead and just start reading um, Surah Fatiha and its meanings. All right. Okay. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All thanks and praise for the Lord of the worlds. Ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, the entirely merciful, the especially merciful. Malik Yawm din King of the Day of Judgment. Iyaka na'abudu wa iyaka nasta'in. Only you we worship and only you we ask for help. Ihdina surat al-mustaqim. Guide us to the path that is straight. The path of those who bestowed favor upon them, other than those who earned anger upon them and those who are astray. 
Amin. Okay? So this whole surah is like the best dua, honestly. And it teaches us how to ask Allah for something we want or need. It teaches us how to make dua because we start off with praising Allah and then we ask him. In the beginning, it says we're praising Allah and then we ask him to guide us and make of those who he bestowed favor upon. So, Amin. It's a Mak- this Fatiha is a Meccan surah. So that means that it was revealed before the Prophet وسلم, migrated to Medina. And Fatiha is the opening. It's called the opening because it's the opening to prayer and the Quran. And it also means to remove something so it becomes clear. So you can understand. It has many names like the praise, the prayer, the, the cure, the remedy, the foundation. And why does it have so many names? Is because the importance of the surah because it has so many qualities and description all those descriptions like brings up all the importance of the surah subhanallah it's, inc- it's incredible i'm like speechless Ugh. and fatia is the first surah revealed in its entirety like it's complete you know how we had like muhammad was revealed iqra and that was an ayah but fatia was revealed in its complete entirety like the complete one through seven was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So there's so many like greatness and miracles in it already by that. But what I'm gonna get into right now is the miracles, and I'm very excited because this whole thing literally it's like you just like have to pause for a bit and be like, Subhanallah! Like, who am I? What am I? What? Where am I living? Like, Allah subhanahu wa taala, Allahu akbar oh my god like oh you gotta take a step back so i'm gonna try to explain this as best as i can and i really hope you guys understand so quick disclaimer before i start getting into the miracles of surah fatiha is i'm not gonna be using bismillah rahman rahim as part of surah fatiha because i believe it's just alhamdulillah rabbil alameen but there's just a bunch of different opinions going on and i respect everyone's opinions but whenever um in the quran for the commentary for surah fatiha is it was muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam who called surah fatiha alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen like that was like the first ayah not bismillah rahman rahim so that is why i'm just going to use alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen as a first ayah so yeah just a quick disclaimer <laughs> so just like in english in Arabic, there are nouns and verbs as well. Verbs have like tense, you know, like past tense, present tense, and future tense, but nouns don't. So I, for an example, if you say, I praise Allah, that's a verb and it's in present tense because you're praising him right now. But if you say praise belongs to Allah, that's a noun. So praise is a noun because Allah says praise and thanks belongs to Allah. So what that means is verbs are temporary because they are happening in that moment if you're having present tense they're not really happening in the future or past if they're you're having it in past tense they're not really happening in the present or future and if you have a future tense they're not really happening in the present or past so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses nouns and nouns are permanent nouns are permanent which means that Allah Praise will always belong to Allah forever and it's not dependent on us just like nouns are not dependent on a subject because a verb needs a subject like I, he, she, 
but Allah uses a noun which doesn't need a subject. Uh, doesn't need a subject. Sorry. So keep that in mind that verbs are temporary and nouns are permanent. So as we get into the miracles, we're going to talk about two themes in Fatiha. There is knowledge and action. Those are the two themes in Fatiha. The first three ayahs are knowledge about who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, rahmanir rahim, malik yawm Allah is introducing himself to us. It's all about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's telling us about himself. What is that? That's knowledge. Okay? And the last three ayahs are action. And these are action about us. This is action about what we need to do, what we should do, the type of dua we need to ask. That's action. Okay? So, in the beginning, it starts with knowledge, and in the end, it concludes with action. Already in that, that's a miracle, because it's just straight off the bat, like, balanced. It's so balanced. And again, I'm going to say this again. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke these. He didn't write this down and be like, no, I can't, that doesn't make sense, erase it, blah, 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 no. Like, what, if we want to come up with this as humans, we probably have to write it down, erase it like 500 times, and then get it perfectly, maybe. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he just wrote this down, and it's already perfect, and there's no incorrectness, if, is that a word, in the Quran ever. He even says that this Quran is all correct. There's no falseness in it. And it's all the truth. So, the next thing is there's three situations of people. One is some people have knowledge which lead them to action. And that is the straight path which Allah says, An'amta alayhim. Surat al-Ladheena an'amta alayhim. The path of those who you bestowed favor upon. The straight path. Because they had knowledge and they did something with that and they did the right thing. The second person is someone who had knowledge but no action. And that's maghdubi alayhim. That's a person who angered Allah and angered the people, angled the, angered the angels. He just earned anger because they knew that it was wrong but didn't do what was right. So Allah told them what was correct but they still did the opposite of it that of course is going to earn some anger and that is also in like the commentary of fatiha it says it's for like jews but it's also about us because sometimes we do what's wrong when we know what allah told us was correct allah told us the answers but we still did the opposite so it's not only just the jews it's about us and we don't want to be in that path we want to be on the straight path, okay? And the third situation is someone who did action, but it was not based on correct knowledge. So they did something wrong because they didn't know. Again, that's still not a good thing to be in, not a good path to be on. Because I know some of us, you know, especially probably when you're younger stuff, or even now, you know, we're eating this type of candy or something. And we don't want to look at the ingredients at all. 
it's kind of <laughs> a suffer you know we'd be joking around about it saying oh don't don't look at the back don't look at the ingredients it could have gelatin we don't want to know what it has because we want to just it tastes good we want to eat it that's still a dalin you know that's still being astray because we are still eating it because we didn't know and that's still the path that we don't want that's not the straight path okay so in the fatiha there's knowledge there's knowledge and action mixed together there's knowledge without action and there's action without knowledge and all of that is still completely balanced another miracle right there in fatiha that's already two miracles in it subhanallah again allah spoke these words who who can even Allahu Akbar <laughs> truly. Um, so we're gonna talk about it linguistically now. Okay, so like I said, Arabic have has verb based sentences and noun based sentences, and like I said, verbs are temporary and nouns are permanent. So Fatiha is divi- divided into three parts. Part one is about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first three ayahs. Part two is an agreement between us and Allah, which is the middle. Because is for Allah, we are worshipping Allah. And is for us because we need help for us from Allah. And then part three is about ourselves, which are the last ayahs. So linguistically, part one are noun sentences. And remember what I said about noun sentences is that they are permanent. And guess what? This part one is about Allah. Remember? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Malik Yawmuddin. These are about Allah and they are noun sentences. And noun sentences are permanent. So, Allah is saying that He is permanent. He is permanent. Part three. We're going to skip part two for now. We're coming back. We're coming back. Don't worry. Part three is about us. Guide us to the path, right path, the path of those who you bestow favor upon, not those who earned your anger or gone astray. That's about us. And these linguistically are verb sentences. And remember what I said about verb sentences is that they are temporary. So Allah is telling us that we are temporary. Subhanallah. So what we've got right now is that part one is noun sentences and they're permanent, okay? And these and part one is about Allah, so Allah is permanent. Part three is about us, they are verb sentences, and that so that means that they're temporary. So Allah is telling us we are temporary. Now to go to part two, part two is a little bit, you know, different, but it's still incredible. So Verb sentences, usually, verb sentences begin with verbs, right? Noun sentences begin with nouns. But for part two, which is It's a verb sentence with a noun beginning. Beginning. Worship is a noun, but it has help. Like, it is you, we ask for help. It's a verb sentence, but with a noun beginning. So that is considered a mixture in Arabic. And so... This middle sentence is a mixture, but it's also a mixture because half of it is for Allah and half of it is for ourselves. So it's also a mixture in that sense. Subhanallah. So I'm going to go over it again. 
so we can get this in our heads and be like whoa you know so linguistically the first part of fatiha is noun based because it's about allah and allah is permanent the second part is a mixture because it's mixing between us and allah okay the third part is a verb based because it's about us and we are temporary it's perfect linguistically it's perfect in every single way and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he spoke this it's completely balanced another thing is the middle verse has two parts so is the conclusion of part one let me remind you what part one is it's Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, and Malik Yawm Al-Deen. And why do we worship Allah? Why do we accept that we are slaves of His? It's because He is the Lord of the world, He is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, and He is the King of the Day of Judgment. So it just wraps it all up. Yeah, we worship you because you are all this. So that is the conclusion of part one. And then... That is the intro to part two. And what is part two? Let me remind you. Oh, wait, sorry, not part two. Sorry, <laughs> give me a second. That is part two is. Okay, sorry, give me a second. That is the intro to part three of Fatiha, which is. Nasta'in is we ask for your help, you know. And it is only you we ask for help. Now, what is the ultimate help? That is guidance. Right after guide us. So it is the intro to part three. You get it? I'm going to repeat it again just so you got it, okay? Because I, I need us to be on the same level. We need to be like shocked together. Okay. So, is the conclusion of part one. Because Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Malik Yawmuddin, because of all that, yeah, I want to I want to worship you. I'm your slave because of all you are that you told me in those first three ayahs. Iyakanasta'in is the intro to part three. Part three is Ihdina Surat al-Mustaqim, Surat al-Ladheena anamta alayhim, khayrul maqdubi alayhim munatalin. And the ultimate help is guidance. And right after, he says, is guide us to the straight path. So it is an intro to what we need, what we need help with. That's completely incredible, subhanAllah. The whole surah is completely balanced. You got this half, this half, and one in the middle. You got it balanced linguistically, even like, ugh, subhanAllah. And... I hope I opened up your eyes and whenever you read this surah now, you just be like, oh, I remember this. Like, that's crazy. SubhanAllah. And there's a lot more, so much more of Surah Fatiha that I could get into. But I'll put the link of the video in the description so you guys go check it out. Because, like I said, it's going to take me like four hours, honestly, to get to, like, make it easy for you guys to understand. But this is basically the most of the miracles in Surah Fatiha. And there's so much more in even the words. Like how Allah says the words. There's so many miracles in that. And there's a miracle between 
Surah Fatiha, the first surah, and the last surah Nas, you know? So it's incredible. I really hope I opened your eyes up. And this is a great beginning to the podcast because I want to help you with your salah so you have better focus. I want you to open up your heart and your mind to become a better person, become a better Muslim. So I really hope you enjoyed this. I ugh, I don't forget to go check out that video because there's so much more that we need to be learning about this because we read it every day. We have to at least know what it means, know the power in it so we can have that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I'll see you guys next Monday, inshallah. I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your night or wherever you are. Inshallah, I'll see you then. Assalamu alaikum.